0: you're listening to Get Mouthy, the podcast from the Head and Neck Cancer Foundation. I'm Michelle Vickers. Join me as I chat with some of the most interesting people I know who are all linked in one way or another in the fight against head and neck cancers, either personally or professionally. So today I'm talking with the very lovely Will and Frankie from Do Good Coffee. They are now going to be a partner for our charity, which is, uh, is so exciting to be partnering with you. Let's just chat about some of the details. So just for our listeners, what exactly is Do Good Coffee? And why did you start it?
1: Hi, uh, Michelle, and, and thank you so much for having us today on, on your podcast. So Do Good Coffee, we're operating from the Do Good Farm in Kent. And um, you know, while you know, we latched on to an idea where, you know, the UK customer uh, and the UK market, you know, consumers are extremely connected to coffee. Their habits are changing over time. Back in the day, coffee operators and brands, they would think about Rainforest Alliance and they would think about making sure there's a fair trade. But now coffee has a much greater role to play. Mm. And the idea of receiving beautiful, roasted, fresh coffee in your letterbox is driven on by convenience but also the focus that we have is working towards zero waste sustainability and supporting good causes so by buying Do good coffee the idea is that you are supporting charity the idea is that also you know you are supporting an ethical coffee consumption company Mm. that is just making it easy for you to brew nice tasting good cups of coffee at home
0: that's i love the simplicity of that Because, like you say the sort of normal now has become the fair trade coffee hasn't it that's sort of become a normal now so if people are looking to do good good name there but if they are looking to do good this is a sort of an alternative isn't it this is going at one stage further so how did the two of you that was um frankie that we were just talking to you so will how did you guys meet
2: so I, i knew francis from from when i used to manage a restaurant nearby um and uh yeah francis um got in touch with me one day and and pitched me this wonderful idea of of coffee uh, and the whole business ethos and i th- i think i just jumped in didn't i with with both feet but but the, the journey started i think a little bit before that um with our roaster at do good farm and i think francis and and phil forged their relationship at a local farm shop where phil was was roasting his coffee mm. and yeah uh,
0: How was that sort of startup process from that idea? How have you found the startup process? Have you had any like major challenges?
2: No,
1: not at all. I mean, this is not the first drinks company I'm opening, Michelle. So I've got a little craft beer brewery up north and I have been working in a drinks market for a while. Um, The startup process was with Philip, Philip Easton, who is our master roaster. You know, he's actually running a wonderful farm campsite not too far away and We became good friends because he had his own micro-roastery where he was actually offering coffee to his campsite guests because when they woke up, he had this wonderful (laughs) idea to actually give them the best possible coffee imaginable by roasting it himself and then giving it to him in the morning. So Mm -hmm. we had a relationship from there. We felt there was a tremendous amount of pulling power to what he does and the authenticity of that is kind of why we started to kind of work together. The startup process was about testing out if we can roast beans, if we can scale up the business and trying out within the local gastropubs here by supplying them some coffee to see if there's a willingness to buy. So we've been trading a little bit before we actually started building a brand um, and started focusing on Letterbox Coffee offering. So what we're currently having now is the Do Good Coffee uh, is selling into trade, but the the startup part here is really how we look at Letterbox Coffee delivery and in particular raising awareness and money for good causes on top so it's been a little journey it's taken us a year to get there and we have been supplying in the trade already so we've got some loyal customers here locally and now we're looking to expand that out further
0: so so that's interesting so you've got that sort of commercial side and then this letterbox as you say this the 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 uh, coffee coming to your house and I, i i read that we um we Drink approximately 98 million cups of coffee a day in the UK alone, which is absolutely amazing. So, I suppose there is um, a market out there. So, what's your vision really for the charity for the uh, uh, Do Good Coffee going forward? Well, S first
1: is about educating. So, we want to be educating new consumers, new buyers. We want to leverage the partnerships that we have to, to put forward a message to ethical coffee buyers that they should buy do good coffee and support good causes now within that what we want to have with the head and neck cancer foundation really is about learning how we can work together learning how we can leverage and create exciting content but also how we tap into potentially you know the type of offering that we can create for people that are potentially in remission of cancer now if you think about cancer remission still there is also the decaf coffee offering and we have the purest decaffeinated coffee in the market it's Mm. a swiss water treated so we believe even for people that potentially want to have a healthy or a clean coffee that the decaffeinated coffee that we are making could be consumed so it's about raising awareness then it's about driving the loyalty and it's about being honest and and really giving a, a donation of each pack that we're selling to your charity so we can help you raise more funds
0: which is absolutely amazing and and you know a lot of our patients whilst they struggle with food you know post-surgery one of the things they don't struggle with is is warm liquid that is the thing that they they don't struggle with you know and i suspect a lot of patients um really fall back on that you know their regular sort of cups of coffee to to keep them going when they when they're struggling to eat Um, I know we're we're hoping that, you know, in the future, as part of our collaboration, that we want to release a recipe every month that uses coffee, actually, Um, because quite a lot of people ask us about food and about how to eat it. So maybe, you know, like like you said, like a cocktail, a dessert or a main course, all tailored towards, you know, what um, what individual individual patient needs doing. We actually have a page on our website already which has recipes um, on there and some lovely videos of one of our trustees, a surgeon and another surgeon from France doing some cooking together, which is quite funny and, and good, but funny as well. But so yeah, it'd be lovely to do stuff like that with you as well, to have some recipes on there and maybe get some patients to sort of try them, you know, and give us some sort of feedback. So yeah, we're looking forward to do that. So whereabouts does your coffee come from? Where is it sourced?
1: Okay. It's sourced from a number of suppliers. So the UK coffee trade is organized from Tilbury Docks in Kent. And over there, you've got the global coffee trade where you have lots of daily deliveries incoming from countries like Colombia, Brazil. And we have African coffees as well. So it's up to Phil. He's our master roaster. He goes on there and goes on the hunt for good variety coffee. And or, um or focuses on single origin coffee. Yeah. yeah, which is, of course, sustainable, which is, of course, got the Rainforest Alliance and all the correct accreditations to it. And then it's about finding something that is truly gourmet and tasty, but still affordable because, yeah. you know, the coffee markets can go really, really kind of, I would say, extreme in terms of the price points that we're having. So it's about understanding what we want to offer. It's about single origin coffees. And then there is the Do Good Blends, which is our signature coffee. And, and actually, that's a secret. We're not going to tell you what goes into the blends. Uh, it's our <laughs> secret recipe, and it's actually roasted in a very unique way as well. So, you know, we offer some fantastic product, And, and you know, people that know more about the coffee industry, they probably would have heard about other companies like Monmouth Coffee. They probably would have heard about, you know, packed Coffee in the UK. And, and actually, they have some really good coffee shops as well. But, you know, we're thinking that we're just even though we've only been in the game for a little while or master roaster Phil is like an expert sommelier yeah. instead of that. And he really sorts all of that out, including yeah. supply, including learning about the beans, doing little brews and types of roasts, even together with the roasters themselves. So, you know, we're, we're really working together and every day we're just examining how we can get better product out.
0: Doing some different things. That's really nice to have that sort of broad, you know, that broad sort of spectrum, you know, I think. One thing I would absolutely love to know—I know that you do decaf as an option. How do you decaf coffee? Is that a secret? I want to. I'd like to know. How do you take the caffeine out of coffee?
2: Well, there's a, there's a, there's various ways of doing it, um, and some of them in, involve chemicals. Um, but we've we've elected to go for the cleanest possible way of doing that. Okay. So it's a, it's a process called Swiss Water Process, and it's all about Uh, green coffee extract and um, raising the water temperature to a certain point to remove the coffee to remove the caffeine and then rehydrating the beans um, so that they get that sort of goodness and that flavor back into them so it's the it's the sort of the cleanest and the healthiest way of of creating decaf and preserving the flavor of the coffee yeah um, which is obviously very important to us.
1: It's biochemistry, yeah. Michelle. It's biochemistry. It's, it's processing using the most purest ingredient, which is the Swiss water treatment processing. It's extracting that and then rehydrating, like Will says. It's a wonderful process. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of gets rid of all the nasties if yeah. you don't on the caffeine in the cleanest, purest possible form.
0: Yeah. Of course, some people just love their caffeine, don't they? That's, you know, they, they, they're desperate to have that with it as well. and. Yeah. Um, so can you tell me as well, what do you have? This is just a bit I'm really, but I'd be really interested to know. What's your favourite recipe? I know what my favourite recipe is for ma- making food with coffee. What's yours?
2: Uh, well, uh, in terms of drinks, yeah, uh, I, I, an espresso martini goes down very yeah. nicely. Um, and you can <laughs> I can make that, in, because of my experience in hospitality, I can make yeah. that in all sorts of exciting ways.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: But I think coffee and pudding just go together hand in hand. So um, a good good coffee cake goes down very nicely.
0: Yeah. So uh, mine is that dessert. I can't. Is it a a fagato? You have it for dessert and you have a affogato. Yes. Yes. I love that. I really love that. I always have that. If that's on the menu anywhere, I am literally Mm, always have that. What what about you, Frankie? What's your favourite?
1: Well, I, I have to say I'm a flat white coffee drinker. Um, at any time all day long Uh, and i don't need any decaf in the afternoon i keep going on on the strong stuff yeah but you know other than that for food you know and of course i uh, since i was a small boy i think my dad used to drink irish coffee so i used to have a little sip of his irish coffee uh, and then for food itself um perhaps a classic tiramisu um yeah but there is much more interesting stuff you can do with cooking and with coffee and i think you know we're just here classically talking about the stuff that everybody knows, but there is a lot of creativity in the kitchen and you can yeah. you can really cook with coffee, you know yeah, uh, so what we have done, so for example, in a stew, you can actually put some coffee beans together with some chocolate and coffee stew, wow. and it gives you yeah. a very nice flavor, a new aroma, yeah. and a bit of depth like a chocolatey gooey flavor, yeah, yeah, bring into a beef stew, so that's one of the tips i can I can give you as well, yes
2: with regards to to recipes involving coffee um I've been speaking with chefs throughout kent uh, regarding recipes and um, and there's plenty of savory recipes they were telling me about coffee crusted lamb uh, and all sorts of, of very interesting things so i can't wait to get these recipes out to to your listeners and anyone else yeah. that might want to try them so yeah yeah it's exciting stuff yeah yeah it's different start a
0: new revolution
2: different. yeah
0: Fantastic so if you could have coffee with anybody famous who would it be should I tell you who mine would be probably I bet she doesn't drink coffee I'd love to have coffee with Michelle Obama <laughs> but um I equally would love to have a um yeah a, a sort of a espresso martini or yeah mm. that probably would probably would be more me with my mates but um yeah so anyone for you guys I
2: think um uh, I'm not sure if he he drinks coffee anymore, but I think David Attenborough would be uh, very yeah. interesting to sit and have a brew. Yeah. yeah, perhaps my dream my dream coffee companion could be Bill Gates, somebody yeah. who's
1: who's a techno who's a techie, and who's also, of course, somebody who's really kind of been incredibly kind and generous to the world, you know raising yeah. all sorts of interest and awareness for for the good causes and to support climate change and, and sustainability so yeah big fan of bill gates all day long coffee with bill would be wonderful just can you <laughs> sort it out for us michelle i'm available <laughs> I, do next yeah, I do my best i do my best
0: i can i can usually manage most things i'm not sure about that one but i will do my best it has been so so lovely to talk to you guys and i am genuinely really excited about what we can do together this is a, a it's a first for us we've never really had this sort of partnership before and and um, um we don't do things like this lightly you know become partners with people so this is big for us um, and we really appreciate you um, so just let us know where can people find you online
1: we've got a website called dogoodcoffee.uk Uh, You could also find us on on various Instagram,
2: social media posts. You know, we want our followers to really get behind our Facebook and our Instagram. So that's at Do Good Coffee. And we are extending into Twitter, uh,
0: Pinterest, LinkedIn as well. Fantastic. So just to say to any listeners out there, if you've got any recipes with coffee, let us know and then we, we can get together with Do Good Coffee and and make them put them up on our website for for people to find out about so thank you once again for speaking to you guys and i really look forward to working with you both in the future
1: michelle absolute legend thanks for hosting us and keep doing the great work you do and meanwhile we'll go and have a little uh, mosey down to the farm to the do good farm and see if we can uh, help fill the roaster so thanks very much for your time yeah thank you so much
0: For information, support and advice, including how to check your own mouth, look up hncf.org.uk or follow us on socials. Search HNCF.